This is a special Walker Cup episode. The Back of the Range Golf Podcast will introduce you to the finest amateur golfers in the United States. Some have competed in major championships, others have won USGA titles, and many have been named All-Americans. The one thing they all have in common? They all want to be one of 10 men chosen to represent their country at the 47th Walker Cup matches at Royal Liverpool Golf Club. This is The Road to Hoylake, presented by AmateurGolf.com. And now your host, Ben Adelberg. Well, if that introduction doesn't get you excited for the upcoming Walker Cup matches, I don't know what will. As always, thank you to our friend Mitch Phillips for that amazing introduction. I'm your host, Ben Adelberg, and this is our preview episode of The Road to Hoy Lake, presented by AmateurGolf.com. The Walker Cup will be contested this year at Royal Liverpool Golf Club on September 7th and 8th, and I'll be bringing you in-depth interviews with the young men vying for the chance to represent the United States at Hoylake. We'll feature the best American amateurs, such as the number one ranked amateur in the world out of Texas, Cole Hammer, the 2016 U.S. mid-amateur champ, Stuart Hagestad, as well as junior phenom Akshay Batia, two-time Sunny Hanna champion Alex Smalley, national champion Brandon Wu, and many more. In addition, I'm thrilled to announce that Julie Williams, managing editor at AmateurGolf.com, will join us during each episode to share her insights and commentary as the pieces fall into place and the final 10-man squad is set after the U.S. Amateur. So if you're a listener of the Back of the Range Golf Podcast, you're already subscribed in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. But if you're not, make sure you do that so you can get the information on the latest episodes in this series and make sure that you're following AmateurGolf.com for in-depth information during the upcoming weeks. As always, follow along on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see who the guests are going to be on the upcoming episodes. Check out the show notes of this episode for more information. Make sure that you're visiting TheBackOfTheRange.com and AmateurGolf.com in the next few weeks. In this episode, I wanted to introduce you all to Julie Williams, as I said, managing editor at AmateurGolf.com. She follows these guys all year long. I wanted to get her thoughts on the three amateurs that have already been named to the United States team, Cole Hammer, Akshay Batia, and Stuart Hagestad. Julie, thanks for joining me today, and I'm looking forward to speaking with you during the upcoming episodes of The Road to Hoy Lake. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me to talk about a little amateur golf. Absolutely. Well, you know, we, we've spoken and intro this series. We're going to be focusing on the hopefuls that are going to be trying to get a spot on the U.S. Walker Cup team that will be traveling over to Hoylake, Royal Liverpool. Let's talk a little bit about what your day-to-day is at AmateurGolf.com to kind of give the listeners a little bit of an idea about, you know, your involvement in Amateur Golf and um, how you've been following it and covering it for the last several years. You know, honestly, a big chunk of my day is looking at scores, looking at leaderboards, Googling players, um, looking at their kind of playing record, trying to get an idea of who's playing well, what experience they have. So, you know, on any, on any given day, you know, the thing that's really cool about our site is, you know, we're, we're just a big database and a listing of all of the amateur events that are going on. You know, so on any given day, there could be as many as like 35, 40, 45 tournaments, especially in the heat of June, July, August. So, you know, I'm, I'm just constantly looking at those. I feel like where I learn a lot about the up-and-coming players are, you know, U.S. amateur qualifying just wrapped up. 
So to me, it's always interesting to see who got through those. You know, those are one-day 36-hole qualifiers to get into the USAM. You know, a lot of times you see some of the top college players, you know, the top players who um, you would expect to qualify in. But then every once in a while, I see a name I don't recognize and try to learn who those players are, um, you know, and then whether that merits a phone call to talk to these guys and gals and, and get a backstory and tell a good story on them. If you're doing all that, then obviously you, your eyes are, are laser focused on how this, this Walker Cup is going to shape up, not just for the U.S. team, but also for GB&I. So you mentioned the kind of the peak of amateur golf during the summer months. There's just invitationals all across the country uh, USGA tournaments, uh, you know, the U.S. Junior and the USAM. So I know you've attended a Walker Cup. Which one did you go to? 2013 and National Golf League. So I, I guess if you can kind of explain what does your coverage and what does your involvement in amateur golf look like during a Walker Cup year as things are getting close and that team is close to being finalized? During a Walker Cup year, it's kind of looking at, you know, what player is really on a good streak, you know, in the weeks, months leading up to September when the matches are played, you know, of course, it's not just a couple of months. It's also, you know, the two-year body of work. So there are a lot of players who maybe had a good year last summer and improved their world ranking and, you know, maybe hasn't, you know, haven't won anything. Like I'm thinking about Cole Hammer, right? He had a fantastic summer. Last summer, he won the Western. Um, he was a semifinalist at the U.S. Junior and the U.S. Amateur. He hasn't won anything yet this summer. He, he, you know, he did have a good performance at the Northeast. But, you know, it, it's that kind of thing. So, so every couple of weeks, you know, putting together a little, we call it like a watch list of here's some of the guys who have been playing well every week, you know, week in, week out, making starts at the major events like the, you know, the Northeast the Dogwood, the Sunny Hannah, the Western coming up this week, but also, you know, guys who maybe got into the U.S. Open and made the cut, like somebody like a, you know, a Chandler Eaton, um, who, we, you know, you might not have seen coming, and then you kind of keep your eye on that guy and watch him move up through the rankings and, and say, you know, is this somebody who could play really well at the U.S. Amateur, and all of a sudden he's got a spot in the Walker Cup. So we're trying to do kind of two things in terms of, you know, who is, probably a pretty good lock for the team, but also, you know, somebody who might kind of slide in because they had a really good summer leading up to the matches. Well, and the thing that I kind of find interesting is for the U.S. side, three spots have already been awarded to the top three uh, Americans uh, in the World Amateur Golf Rankings, I believe as of July 24th. So that just happened this past week. And of course, I'm talking mm -hmm. about Cole Hammer, Stu Hagestad, and Akshay Batia. And Looking at these three names, looking at their three bodies of work, it's it's almost like you have three completely different people as far as you, you have the traditional collegiate All-American freshman out of Texas and Cole Hammer. You have Stu Hagestad, a mid-am, getting an automatic selection who, you know, obviously, you know, U.S. mid-am champ in 2016. And then you have the, the kid. You got Akshay, who is foregoing his collegiate career, who's only 17. Maybe speak to just what you know about these three players and what they can bring to the team. I feel like when Cole Hammer won the Western Amateur last year, he, he probably pretty well sealed up his spot sure. in the walk Cup. And then, he, and then he played so well at the U.S. Amateur two weeks later. So, you know, I've been saying for several months, you know, if there, if there was a lock for the Walker Cup team, 
the closest thing to it was Cole Hammer. So I think nobody is surprised by that. Um, you know, even if he didn't earn a pick because he was at the top of the world rankings, I feel like he would have merited a pick by the, you know, the international team selection committee. So Hammer is, he is a great match play player. Um, he is pretty intense. Um, I love listening to him talk about his game because I really feel like he thinks about shots, you know, and he's trying to shape the ball and, you know, just even listening to him on the podium last year uh, at the U.S. Amateur, you know, when he got pretty deep into the match play. I mean, he, he's like he's like poetic. You know, he can he can talk golf sure. all day long. I think that shows you what's going on inside his head, which is a good attribute to have if they're going to go play links golf. So, so I'm excited to watch Cole Hammer compete in match play. Akshay, I watched him play at um, the Dustin Johnson World Junior. A couple of months ago, I guess that was back in March, and he won that event. And he's just, he's very smooth. He doesn't make mistakes. Um, what was interesting to me is, you know, he's playing in a junior event that week. Uh, he was, you know, making his PJ Tour debut a couple of weeks later at Valspar, playing as an amateur, obviously. But it, it was just funny to see, you know, how his peers sort of revered him. They were all waiting for him on the 18th green, waiting for him to finish. You know, I'm watching him sort of practice at the end of the day on the range, and all the guys are kind of standing around watching him too, you know, and they're wanting to do a long drive contest, and they're, you know, talking about shots that he hit that day. And it was just, it was really cool to see him sort of blend into that, like, you know, junior golf arena, but obviously he has a game where he he can compete at a much higher arena. I think he has a ton of experience. He, he spent a couple of weeks this summer. Um, he played the British Amateur. He didn't make the cut to get onto the match play bracket, but he also played the European Amateur. So he got two um, kind of European golf experiences, which I think will serve him well competing at Royal Liverpool. And then Stuart Hagestad, um, he is the epitome of you know keeping things in perspective and being very calm. Sure. And you probably need a guy like that on a team that's going to have a lot of college players um, and, you know, obviously a junior in Akshay. So, you know, I think he will be a really good addition and that he will probably be very valuable in the team room. He's um, very thoughtful also to talk about golf with. It's also interesting to kind of hear him talk about how he has devoted himself to playing a lot of competitive golf this year, looking at, you know, getting a Walker Cup bid, which he obviously got. And, you know, just, just making that decision because, you know, he also has a career and he also is getting to the point where, you know, in your late 20s, early 30s, you start to think about starting a family. And, and you know, a couple of things he said as a player's amateur about seeing some of his peers doing that and right. he's still devoting a lot of time to golf, you know, just thinking about those decisions that he's making. You know, I think he's, you know, very aware that he's had some cool experiences um, and, and that, commitment to golf is definitely worth it but i think you're right you have three diverse personalities and diverse games in that threesome so that's a that's a really solid foundation i think to the u.s team yeah no it's going to be incredible i i still i really would recommend and i'm sure you'd recommend this too for for people listening that are interested in this team and where it's going to shape up go look at the world amateur golf rankings and then when you look at Cole Hammer and you look at Akshay and see how they've established points over the last two years, go look at Stuart Hagestad and how he accumulated his points and see the fact that all his points 
None of them are college events, obviously. He's a mid-am. And I just think it's probably one of the, it's such an impressive achievement to get an automatic selection to be that high up in the world ranking points and not have any collegiate tournaments to your name. I still think that's absolutely incredible that he achieved that. Oh, yeah, I totally agree with you. And, and you know, like he says, too, you know, somebody asked him, you know, do you think you have as much competitive experience as some of these other guys who you're sort of competing with for a spot or who you might be playing with on the team? And he he said, you're long, you know, absolutely not. But in the summer, absolutely. You know, I play just as much as they do. I mean, just, you know, look at his schedule. He played the U.S. Open. He played the Northeast. You know, he said he, he had signed up for the British Amateur, but when he qualified for the U.S. Open, you know, that kind of became plan B to play the U.S. Open right, instead of the British amateur and the European amateur. So he's getting plenty of reps. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, and he's also heading down Brandon Wu to the Pan American Games and going down to Lima, Peru to, yeah. for that. So, yeah, he's going to be super busy. As I mentioned uh, in the beginning of this episode, this is just kind of a nice little introductory just to kind of walk everyone through what they're going to be able to expect out of this series for the next several weeks. We're going to have interviews with all the guys that are on the shortlist for the Walker Cup, guys that have already been named to the team like Cole, Stu, and Akshay, and then guys that are on the on the outside looking in but that are right there. So we're going to kind of check in with you on a week-to-week basis and see what you're up to and how you're going to be following these last several weeks leading up to the U.S. Amateur. What are you going to be doing this week? Are you traveling on the road, or what are your what are your plans for this week to kind of uh, stay in touch with the uh, the last uh, little push for Hoylake? This week, I am glued to the Western Amateur Leaderboard. <laughs> I will not be at the Western, which is going to be played at Point of Wood in Benton Harbor, Michigan. But I will be watching scoring. Um, it's kind of a grueling week because they play 18 holes of stroke play, you know, each of the first two days of the tournament. And then if you're going to get through to that 16-man match play bracket and advance in it, you've got to play three 36-hole days in a row. The last two days of stroke play, you know, you play around in the morning and the afternoon. And then you got to play two matches each of those next two days. So there's a lot of golf packed into a kind of a short week at the Western. But I think, you know, I think if somebody who is kind of on the bubble, somebody who's kind of in that, you know, range around kind of high 50, you know, high 40s into the low 50s in the World Amateur Golf Ranking, wins that tournament, somebody who we've kind of been looking at, you know, I, I think you're pretty much secure yourself a pick, you know, if, if you're the Western Amateur Champion, because I think that speaks a lot for where your game is right now and what you're able to do on a endurance test like that. Plus, I mean, you take a look at the field and everybody uh, everyone's is, there you yeah. know a player yeah everybody's there yeah so so that's this week and uh you know it's not it's not a it's not walker top but just a little plug for uh women's golf next week coming up is the uh u.s women's amateur so i'll start kind of looking ahead a little bit to that as well and then of course the week after is, is the u.s amateur so the next three weeks i feel like you know we are in the heart of the summer amateur season so this is pretty exciting absolutely well um we'll go ahead and catch up next time we have uh as, as we said previously there's going to be the episodes coming out uh, on this series the road to hoy lake all throughout the the next several weeks leading up to the conclusion of the u.s amateur on august 18th so uh so julie uh the great catching up really excited that you're going to be a part of this uh podcast series for the next several weeks and uh, we'll catch up again soon Sounds great. Thank you. And there you have it. Special thanks to Julie Williams for joining us this week. 
and throughout the entire series here at the Road to Hoy Lake presented by AmateurGolf.com. I'm your host, Ben Adelberg. We'll see you again very soon to highlight the finest American amateurs that are vying for a spot on this year's United States Walker Cup team.